God is good. God is good. That's better. He's good all the time. He never changes. But He remains the same. Yesterday, today, and forevermore. God is good. God is good. Wonderful presence of the Lord here tonight. If you want to go to heaven, I want you to stand. Well, that was quick. I've never seen anybody stand up so quick. You may be seated. Thank you. Hallelujah. Well, I'm going to preach a message tonight. It's probably a little different than I usually preach. And we shall see where the Lord will lead us. There will never be a day like today. We cannot go back and change what has happened in the last 24 hours or even in the last 15 minutes. But we have an opportunity today to serve God with all of our heart, mind, soul and strength. While today is called today. There are seven days in a week, 365 days in a year, excluding a a leap year. Every single living soul will go through and experience something in their lifetime that will shape their future in one way or another. I remember some years ago when I went to my parents' house in Geraldton that my dad and I built a retaining wall out of old car tires to hold back the sand that was slowly eroding the fence line. If my memory serves me right, I think we used around 400 car tires to build this massive wall to protect the fence line from the erosion that was taking place slowly. First slide, please, Sister Sophia. Technology. You can't really see it, but this is one side of my parents' property. All you can see there is car tires, and it's about that distance all the way over to the other side. We've moved about 15 tons of sand to fill in all the gaps in between these car tires. Second slide, please. Its purpose, its purpose, second slide. Is that the second slide? Okay, that's the second slide. Don't worry about me. Its purpose was to hold the sand in place and to stop the sand from escaping or eroding the fence line. It also provided protection against the elements. Next slide, please. As you can see, they're stacked on top of each other in in lots of five. So you can imagine how many tires are put from one side of this massive property across in rows to hold back the sand that was eroding my mum and dad's fence line. But as the years went by and the rain fell, and the winds blew strongly against the tires every day, that eventually some of the sand from beneath the tires began to escape unnoticed until one day. Fourth slide, please. As you can see, the tires began to fall forward, and eventually they fell over. And without warning, another stack of tires also began to lean forward and also fell over. 
My dad and I didn't see the sand escaping from beneath the tires at first. And what was happening gradually to this wall over a period of time until it was too late to do anything about it. My dad and I thought that we had made this wall and built this wall to last a lifetime. But it wasn't to be so. We both recognised that this was going to take a lot longer to repair it than it took us to build it. So with that thought in mind, I want to preach from this thought. Spiritual erosion by default. Next slide, please. Spiritual erosion by default. The word erosion in the natural sense means this. The process by which the surface of the earth is worn away by the action of water. Ice glaciers that are continually melting and changing. Strong winds that are constantly forming the landscapes around us. They are forever changing. The waves that continually beat upon our coastline are constantly changing the way our coastline looks. Erosion usually involves the transportation of eroded materials from one place to another. You only got to look at the sand dunes. One day you go there, they're over there. The next day you go, they've moved all by themselves. We need to stay firm and planted upon the foundation of God. It's not time to be blown around by every wind of doctrine, but it's time to stand firm upon the doctrine of Christ today. We also see erosion in the medical field. Erosion could be the superficial destruction of a surface by friction, constant pressure by the wearing away of a tooth by chemical abrasion. Those times you brush your teeth and you find out you've got a cavity. If you don't do something about it, it becomes more serious. That's why we go to a dentist and we get it fixed straight away. If there's something wrong in your walk with God tonight, you need to make sure you fix it today. God is coming back for a church that is ready to meet Him. Are you ready tonight to meet the Lord? But what about spiritual erosion and what does it mean to us as the body of Christ? And how does it affect a believer in their walk with Him? Spiritual erosion is a gradual but devastating process of morals and spiritual decline that happens slowly. Spiritual things that we once loved and stood for become less and less important to us. Spiritual erosion just doesn't happen overnight, but it happens gradually, over time and unnoticed. Erosion in the spiritual realm can be severe and fatal to a child of God, especially if the process is not caught in time. Don't let the sand move from under your foundation. Be like the wise man and build your house upon the rock because the rain is going to come and the winds are going to come against you. It's time, church, to, to build upon the foundation that has stood the test of time. Resist the devil if you have something in your life that you're struggling with and he will flee from you. Jesus said in Matthew 24, a well-known scripture, Whosoever heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them, I will liken him unto a wise man that built his house upon the rock. 
and the rain descended and the floods came and the winds blew and beat upon that house and it fell not because it was founded upon the rock. What have you built on tonight, church? Are you built upon the rock that will not be moved? Verse 26 tells us, everyone that heareth these sayings, the same beginning, but there's a change in it. It says that him that doeth it not shall be likened unto a foolish man. I don't want to be foolish in my walk with God. I want to make my election and calling sure. I want to be there and ready and prepared for when that trumpet sounds. Church, every one of us stood up and said that we want to go to heaven and there's no reason why we can't if we make our minds up tonight and stand upon the foundation and we can make it to heaven with Jesus Christ. The scripture refers to two men which were encouraged to take heed concerning the foundation on how they were to build upon. These two men were given exactly the same responsibility and choice. They had to choose how they would build their house. One man took heed. That's sad. I want everyone in this house to be saved tonight. If you haven't been born again of water and spirit in the name of Jesus, you need to be. There's no other way. One man took heed to the instructions that he received and when he had found a suitable place to build, he began digging down until he hit rock. We read that the rains come and the winds did come as it was promised. But his house stood because it was founded, it was built upon the rock. This man's house survived the storm. And there's also the story of, of the other side. The man that built his house upon the shifting sands. The cares of this world, the cares of life things that get into your spirit and erode you. Where has your prayer life gone? I don't need to pray. I'm spiritual enough. Don't let acid get into your spiritual walk with God because you will lose your soul. It's not time to draw back. It's time to push forward and remember that God is with you and He will take you from here to heaven. A spiritual erosion does not happen just like that. It happens over time. Those that forsake the gaveling together of the saints, those that have something greater to do, something more better, something that they love more, and I'm not speaking in condemnation. I know that we sometimes we have reasons to do other things, but I'm speaking about those that just continually forsake the house of God. It's not healthy for your soul but it will take you into a godless eternity right into the fire of hell and destruction. Don't lose your soul. Don't build your future and hope upon the shifting sands of this life. But ensure, take heed how you build. 
Tomorrow could be the last day before the Lord returns. Jesus, I'm preaching about spiritual erosion by default. You're either full on for God or you're cold. God does not love or like lukewarm Christians. The scripture says that he will spew them out of their mouth. He wants you to be full on for him. Hot. He doesn't want you to be cold. But he wants you to be full on for God. I want to be living for him. I want to be doing what he wants me to do when he comes back for his church. Don't let the cares of this life strangle your spiritual walk with God. It's not time to pull the brakes on. It's time to take the brake off and put it into third gear and change into fourth and get into overdrive for the name of Jesus and for His kingdom. He needs you tonight, church. He needs me. He needs you to tell someone. But we must be ready because I can't get you into heaven and you can't get me into heaven. You are responsible for your own soul. Jesus. When Christians become lukewarm, the first thing to go out the door is their prayer life. Their love for God becomes eroded by the cares of this life. Their love for the Word becomes eroded by the pleasures of sin. Their love for God becomes cold. Are you hot tonight? Are you in love with Jesus? Are you in love with Jesus? Oh God, help us. Erosion happens gradually over time. Just like sin, it gets worse and worse if it's not dealt with straight away. We must make sure that we are right with God. We only need to have a look at those that have that casual drink in the world. They have one sip and then they have another and then they become addicted to it. They're not satisfied with just that one little sip. Those that get involved in illicit drugs will only try it once. And then they're having it twice and then three times, and then four times, and then they're in bondage. God doesn't want His children to be in bondage. He doesn't want the cares of this life to become like acid and eat your walk away with God. But He wants a healthy, born-again, Holy Ghost-filled, water-baptized Christian living for Him. Spiritual erosion is a great weapon of darkness. It is much more dangerous than some of us would like to believe and recognize. Spiritual erosion is very subtle and very effective at destroying a child of God's faith than a full-on frontal attack from the enemy himself. Spiritual erosion begins with going a few days without connecting with God through prayer. A prayer life that once flourished and that was vibrant begins to fade and fade and fade until it's no more. 
It should not be like this, church. We need to love our Jesus with all of our heart, mind, soul, and strength. Hallelujah. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. A person's heart can become hardened and then the things that were once spiritual realities become mere mental abstractions. And suddenly and ever so slowly, spiritual erosion sets in and then eventually unbelief replaces belief. Things that meant so much to us have suddenly become so much of a heavy burden rather than a blessing. I love Jesus. I know this is not what I usually preach, but this is what the Lord laid upon my heart to bring. We heard the wonderful message from our dear pastor this morning. What are you anchored to today? Where is that life raft attached to? Is it attached to the rock that cannot be moved by the corruption and the erosion of this world? Is your chain healthy? Is it full of prayer? Is it full of love and joy for the brethren? Or is it full of hatred, unbelief? Don't allow something into your heart to destroy your walk with God. Because once it gets in, it's a lot harder to get it out. We need Jesus today more than we needed Him yesterday. Today is the day of salvation. Today you must get ready to put on those clothes and be ready to meet your Lord when He comes. Why don't we just clap onto the Lord? Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Oh, we praise you, Jesus. We praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Is there anything in your life that is stealing your joy? Is there anything in your life that has become like acid and that is eroding your faith and your walk with God today? Is there anything in your life? On the 6th day of June this year, a place called Collaroy in the northern beaches of Sydney experienced a severe storm front that hit the coastline where waves were recorded to have reached a record high of 8 metres. These huge waves continually beat upon and hammered the coastline continually, which eventually eroded and destroyed the very foundation that some of the houses in that area were built upon. Many lost their homes in this storm. Many built in this well-known area because of the view. Many weren't expecting the ocean to rise so much. Just like many in the world today, many love the view. But do not take the appropriate steps to keep their soul safe from destruction. We've got to gird up the loins of our minds. We've got to be in the Word, church. We've got to be walking the walk. 
We've got to be talking the talk. You can't be doing one thing and doing something else. God wants real Christians, not fakes. There's enough of them in the world. But we need to stand and be the light. We need to stand and be the salt today. Don't allow things into your spirit that will take away your joy, that will take away your peace. You need to be ready. Jesus is coming back. Don't let spiritual erosion get into your spirit tonight. Paul's message to the Corinthian church came with a warning. Take heed how you build and what you're going to build upon. The scripture says that Paul was a wise master builder. He built his house upon the rock. Hallelujah. If you're building on any other foundation, it is in vain. It is in vain. You must build your house upon the solid rock. Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. hallelujah. Spiritual erosion comes in many forms and disguises itself. And sometimes we don't even recognize it when we are experiencing it. First Peter 5.8 puts it this way. It encourages us to be sober. Be vigilant. Why? Because your adversary, the devil, is walking around like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. That's why we must stay close to the Lord at all times. Sometimes when it's really, really quiet, you can be sitting next to a clock or something on the wall and you can hear it ticking, ticking, ticking. That's one second closer to the return of the Lord. Don't allow things to get into your spirit and you just let them slip by. Because things that once meant so much to you, it doesn't matter or worry you anymore if you forget about them or let them go. But we must be on guard. Hallelujah. So what are some of the signs of spiritual erosion? First one is compromise. It's a sign of, of, of erosion in a child of God and can and will become destructive and cause a man to lose his soul if not dealt with straight away. Hallelujah. Jesus, Jesus. Another major sign of erosion in a, in a, in a child of God is this, we start to rationalize our wrongs and sins. It's okay. I'm only going to do it once. No one's looking. No one's going to find out what I'm doing. God sees everything. Keep your heart pure. You must be holy for He is holy. Don't allow things to defile your garment, but keep white and spotless. Stay under the blood of Jesus tonight. Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. Every inch of erosion in a Christian's life weakens their conscience and makes it more and more difficult to reverse the process, especially when it has been allowed to continue on 
for so long. Paul put it this way, and he encouraged us. He said in, in 1 Corinthians 10, 12, he said, Let him that thinketh, let him that thinketh he standeth, take heed lest he fall. Sometimes we think we've got it all together. But if we're not living and founded upon the rock of Jesus Christ, we've got nothing together. Only Jesus is the true wise God. And only He can give you what you need in this lifetime. He can give you wisdom if you ask for it. We must have Christ dwelling in our life more today than ever before. Jesus. The saints in the Old Testament were led by a pillar of, or cloud of fire. If we have been filled with the Holy Ghost, God will lead us into all eternity. We must believe that. If you do not believe that, you cannot be saved. The saints in the Old Testament passed through the Red Sea and were baptized with Moses. In the New Testament, God wants every believer to be born again in Jesus' name. That's what God wants. If you don't believe that, there's erosion in your life today. The Old Testament saints ate the same spiritual meat. All of us now partake of the manner of God's word. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by the word of God. That's what we must stand upon. That's what we must build upon is the word of God. Not what we think or not what we've heard from those that confess to be Christians and that are not, but are fake Old Testament saints drank the same spiritual drink, the smitten rock. We all drink from the well, the water of life. We need it in our life today to sustain us and to carry us through when he comes back. Old Testament saints lusted after the things of the world and allowed spiritual erosion into their life and into their camps and they were punished by serpents. We too must be punished if we remain carnally minded, unrepented. God will judge us in the end. We need to make sure that we're right with God today. Old Testament saints wandered, they lusted, they murmured against the man of God and God dealt with them accordingly because they did not repent and do something about the erosion that had kept in, crept into their lives. Hallelujah. I'm going to try and wrap this up. So where are you today in your walk with God? Have you taken the appropriate steps to stop the effects of erosion sneaking in, unaware, and destroying the foundation that you have decided to build upon? Only Jesus Christ can save your soul from destruction. The Word of God is more than just head knowledge, but we must get the Word right down into our very heart, into our very fiber, where the weeds and the cares of this life cannot erode it. The morals of this world are getting worse and worse. We must hang on to those things that we strongly believe in and what the Word of God teaches us 
everything else, get rid of it. If the Word of God teaches us to pray, we must pray. If the Word of God tells us to repent of our sins, then we must repent. Jesus said, if you do not believe that I am He, you will die in your sins. The Word of God tells us to love our brethren. We must love our brethren. The Word of God tells us to be born again. We must be born again. The Word of God teaches us to be in submission. We must submit. We must submit, church. The man that the, man that the Scripture describes as being the wise man, as we heard from the beginning, built his house upon the rock and followed carefully the instructions that were given to him and his whole house was saved. That's where I want to build my house right now. No other foundation, no other way, church, no other name, church, but through Jesus Christ, He is the door, He is the way, He is the truth, He is the life, and He is the only one that has the power over death and hell and the grave. And as we heard from today, that He is the resurrection and the life. And He is our hope. And if you're anchored to something tonight, the question is, what are you anchored to? Are you anchored to the erosion effects of this earth, the sand, the beggarly things that are going to fade away? Or are you anchored to a firm foundation that will not be moved? And that is on Christ Jesus, the rock. Jesus. Once again, I ask the question, who wants to go to heaven? I want you to stand. Erosion is very subtle. You see the effects of it when you see water running across the land. You can see where it's cut in to the ground and, and, it's, and it's continually made that, 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 that rut, that, that root through the land where it's, where it's flown through. And sometimes in our lives today, you know, and I'm preaching to myself uh, because I need the Word of God in my life. Uh, I need direction from the Lord. Uh, I need His forgiveness. Uh, I need His grace. Uh, I need His mercy. Oh God, search my heart. See if there be any wickedness in me, Lord. Oh God, help us, Lord. All of us desire and want to go to heaven with our Lord. Every eye closed and every head bowed. We're going to pray and I want you to ask the Lord if there's anything in your life today that you have let slip, that you have let eat away at your walk with God, whatever it may be tonight and you need help with. Jesus is here and He wants to, 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 to reverse the effect of that erosion. He wants to help you overcome whatever it is in your life. He wants to restore that joy, that, that, that whatever it was, stole it. Hallelujah. Search our heart, oh God. Jesus, we need you tonight. Yes, Lord. Search our hearts tonight.